You are listening to Move With Radiance with Stephanie Dankelson, a podcast all about redefining your relationship to exercise, food, and your body by learning how to first redefine the relationship with yourself. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to feel at home in our bodies. Hello, welcome back to Move With Radiance. I'm your host, Stephanie, and thank you so, so, so much for being here. All right, we're week two into the new season. I, I'm i all about self-care. I think I told you last week, this month, I'm really honing in on self-care and breaking down what that means and what that can look like for you and helping you really truly start to implement self-care in a way that feels really, really good to you. And the reason why I'm so passionate about this. So I want to make sure I mention this book because I think it's just really good. (laughs) If you're looking for a woo spiritual um, book that kind of talks about just the different energies within you and really connecting to yourself and all of that good stuff. It's called Feminine Genius. I'll link it up in the show notes. Um, And it's right now I'm in this section where it's talking about pleasure and self, I mean, essentially, she doesn't use the word self-care, but it's essentially my definition of (laughs) self-care. And she puts this in in a, I like the way that she puts this and it also just really aligns with my mission and what it is that I'm trying to do <laughs> with all of this and really just the work that I'm focused around is just helping you live a more fulfilled life, but ultimately the way that we do that is by connecting with ourselves and figuring out what it is that we enjoy, what it is that we love, who it is that we are at the core of it after we remove all of these layers of shoulds and have-tos and the opinions of other people and these masks that we feel like we have to wear. It's like the person that we truly are underneath all of it is like what we get to after we start removing these layers. And in order to start really removing these layers, we have to understand how to take care of ourselves and how to feel our best every single day. Because when we allow ourselves to do that, we can start showing up as our most authentic and most radiant selves. And so that's why I'm so passionate about this work. And I mean, body image really falls into that because when we again remove what we should what we think we have to be and what we should be we sh- we start to figure out how it is that we want to feel and who it is that we we I I don't want to say who it is that we want to be but who it is that we are because we don't have to like create that person it's like the, our truest selves and the way that we were meant to be in this earth is is already existing within us we just need to again remove all of the layers and all of these expectations and all of these shoulda coulda wouldas that we're placing on ourselves and um really learning how to live out fully without needing the expectations of others to run our lives um and when it, I, I, <laughs> I'll get to the point here, but I just get, I get so excited to talk about all of this because it all connects. It's like, I get so many, um, 
of the women that I work with telling me it's really hard for me to make decisions. I don't know what it is that I want. And to that, I always say, you do, (laughs) you do know what it is that you want. It's usually that first gut reaction in a moment of decision-making, whether that be a really big decision or whether that be a small day-to-day decision, you know what it is that you want. It's, it just, we start overthinking and we start getting confused because the moment we kind of make that first gut reaction decision in our in our mind or like really it's like a bodily feeling it's like yes this is what i want and then all of a sudden we get flooded with um, neg- either negative thoughts or fears from other p- opinions of others or well this person would think this or should i do this and we start confusing ourselves because of all of these other um voices in our heads that then cloud our the like the decision that we actually want to be making. And so kind of bringing this full circle, the reason I say all of this is because self-care and the way that we take care of ourselves is a really beautiful way to start making those deep, true decisions that feel good to us on our own, right? It really, at the end of the day, if we're looking at just a, a routine where or just little tiny things that we can do for ourselves every single day. It really doesn't like some some decisions might, but some just dis- like a lot of these like smaller decisions when it comes to like what is it that I want to eat? How do I want to feel? What do I want to think? Like all of those little things um, ultimately don't really involve other people, and so we can start showing ourselves that hey, I can make a decision that feels good to me, and. Once we start building that evidence bank, we can then start bringing those decisions that start involving other people. Um, we can, it's, we now have proof that we're able to make decisions for ourselves. And so when it involves other people, it's like, okay, I've shown that I can do this before and that I'll be okay. So now how can I create more self-care when it involves other people around me? And that could look like setting boundaries or just changing your schedule or saying no. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> All of that to say, I want today to talk about pleasure. And that again involves like this whole self care piece, but really getting to this place of what brings me joy, what brings me pleasure. And I think for a lot of women, we feel weird or guilt or shame or this this like ugh feeling around the word pleasure. And that could be for a lot of different reasons, right? Like there's there's a lot of different variations of pleasure when it comes to our lives. Um, you know, we have just our day-to-day enjoyment and you could go all the way to like sexual pleasure. And I think from that even from the just with that range of pleasure, I think there is still some of that weird feelings within there. Um, especially with women. And I want to change that. Because again, pleasure allows us to be deeply fulfilled. It allows us to truly be in our bodies. It allows us to get closer and closer to the deeply, fully expressed versions of us. Ultimately, when we look at living life on this earth. I always come back to this. I always, 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 always question. And you like pull this, 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 I always pull this question out. And that is, what is the purpose of life? (laughs) 
I know it's a hard-hitting, deep gut punch question, but truly, I always come back to this question. It's like, why am I doing this? Was I really put on this earth to hate myself, to hate my body, to, to be miserable, to always put myself last, to feel unfulfilled, to be anxious all of the time, to constantly question everything that I do? I really, truly don't believe that. I really believe with my whole being that we were meant for fulfillment, for happiness, for joy, for love and connection and all of these really, really, really beautiful things. And the reason why we have so many ups and downs is to really allow us to dig deeper into those things. Sometimes the most connected I feel to myself is when I'm experiencing a really low time. Because I'm really able to now like embrace that and learn and grow and shift and, and deeply care for myself. And then you look at these moments of pure joy and happiness and fulfillment and love and connection. And it's like, why, why do we deny ourselves of that? Why do we feel wrong for that? Isn't that what we were designed to feel? And so when we place all of these guilts and shames and, and this, or all of this guilt and shame and negativity around pleasure, we're ultimately denying ourselves the greatest gift that we were given on this earth. We are creators. We developed stories around what these things meant very early in life. And the reason why we have these stories around some of these things is because we experienced pain or shame or guilt around, like, I guess we'll use an example. Maybe as a child, you were fully expressed. You, you, you did what you wanted to do in that moment and you got made fun of for it. And because that felt really hard, because you felt shame in that moment, because you felt sadness or isolation or something in that moment, you started putting on these masks and you started putting on these layers to shield yourself from that pain. And that can look like not expressing yourself or putting on um, a, again, a mask to protect yourself from feeling that hurt and that pain. And at some point in our lives, those masks and those layers served us. Because we were doing the best we could. We didn't know any other way. We thought, okay, I don't want to feel that again. I don't really know how to fully, like, we didn't really know how to feel those things. It just felt scary and hard. And so we protected ourselves from feeling that again. And that was the best that we knew how to do in that moment. But now as adults, now that we're starting to explore this work, we get to change our stories. We get to decide, oh, it's okay that I feel that. Or that person's opinion of me ultimately doesn't matter. So I'm able to express myself now. I'm able to take off those masks and work through this stuff. We get to change our stories. Sadness doesn't have to mean weak. Pleasure doesn't have to mean bad. What do you want it to mean? How do you want to feel around those things? We get to change our story. We get to create that. I think sometimes we feel stuck or we get in these places of, well, this is my only option. And so we stay on that path. 
and it feels safe, but is it fulfilling? Is it what you actually want? We always have options. It's just sometimes or most of the time or all of the time, some of those options require us to step outside of our comfort zone. And if we want to live a more fulfilled life, if we want to feel more joy and connection and happiness, we have to start getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Change comes with being uncomfortable. And if you're always looking to level up and to move forward in life in in a different way and to keep growing and changing and shifting, we're going to constantly be hitting fear and uncomfortableness through that process. It's ultimately about creating a new friendship and a new way of looking at fear and uncomfortableness. Those things are not going to go away. They're not going to go away. Well, we just have to learn to move through it and move with it and see it and say, okay, I see you, but I'm not going to let you stop me from going after what it is that I want. And so ultimately, if you want to incorporate more pleasure, more fulfillment, sometimes it's going to require us to get a little uncomfortable as we're starting to navigate this. A lot of us, when we're incorporating self-care, a lot of my clients, a lot of the women that I work with, when we talk about this whole self-care, self-prioritization, all of these things, the first thing 90% of the time that comes up is I feel guilt and, and I feel selfishness when, I, when we talk about this. And I get it. I've been there. I know that feeling. Especially if we've grown up with these whole story, these these messages of we got to put everybody else first. It's selfish otherwise. You don't want to be a self-consuming person. And so I think that when we start learning and tapping into this pleasure piece, this self-care piece, we start to get these fears of if I do that, I'm going to be a selfish person. I'm no longer going to be nice. I'm no longer going to care about the other people in my life. And it can't be farther from the truth. I love this analogy of when we, I, I, I use, I've used this term before and I know this is a common term, right? Of like your cup full. When you have a full cup, you operate from a, a different place, from a, a more um, refreshed, energized place. And ultimately that's the goal, right? But I even like to think about it a little bit further. If we look at Instead of our cup being full, if we look at it from a perspective of we are like a chocolate fountain or a champagne fountain or a fountain, a cheese fountain, (laughs) whatever kind of fountain you want to be. If we are a fountain, we are overflowing. When we overflow, we can then allow other people to stick their cups in and benefit from that overflow. You're not only taking care of yourself, but now you can fully take care of the other people in your life. You're able to give that much more because you're operating from a overflow place. When you're operating from empty, when your cheese fountain is empty, you can't you can't even enjoy the cheese or the chocolate or the champagne or whatever it is that you want to be. So how can you expect other people to benefit from that if you can't even fulfill it yourself? Operating from overflow, from full, from a place of self-prioritization and pleasure and care, that's like the best thing that you can do for the other people in your life. 
this, I bring this book back in and really talk about the book. <laughs> she talked about this example and I loved it and I wanted to share it. Think about this. If we're, if we're, if you're still struggling with that, how do you want to be operating in your life? Think about like bring into your right now, bring in these feelings of burnout, of exhaustion, of depletion, of empty. What does that feel like? Do you want to be making your day-to-day decisions? Do you want to be having a more difficult conversation? Do you want to be fully showing up from that place? How does that feel to do all of these things in your life from that place? Not so good. My heated or difficult conversations or decisions don't necessarily go the way that I want to when I'm exhausted and burnt out and depleted. I don't experience as much joy when I'm operating from that place. Now think about you when you feel really taken care of. When you have had just a day full of things that, or just even moments full of things that make you feel really fulfilled, what does it feel like to be excited and joyful and full and and rested and taken care of? What does that feel like? And now imagine yourself making a difficult decision or having a difficult conversation or needing to show up for a project at work or needing to show up for a family member or even just being in your body and making a decision for yourself. How does it feel to come from that place? A whole hell of a lot better. When I'm grounded and rooted in myself, my decisions, conversations, the way that I show up is so different and it feels so much better. Why do we deny ourselves of that? We're able to really show up for the people in our lives and for ourselves when we're operating from that place. What do you want your new definition of pleasure and self-care to look like? You get to decide that. You get to decide. If I try and incorporate more self-care and more pleasure into my life, that means that I'm going to be able to show up for the people in my life that much more. Self-care is not selfish. You have that choice to make your own new story when it comes to those things. And so what do I, we talked a little bit about like self-care and on the last episode and how you can do that more and what that can look like for you and how to re-energize yourself. Now let's take it a step further. And again, let's really nail down on this whole pleasure piece. Like what can that mean for you? And again, I bring this book in because I love the way that she describes this. And so I, again, I want to share it with you in, and I'm, I'm practicing this. So I want to know if you do this, tell me about it and let's chat. You can um, reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook. I'm all over the place. Or message me. Um, my email's in here too. Leave me a comment, a review. It doesn't have to be a review. Just talk to me somehow. I don't care. <laughs> Let me know your experience. Ask yourself this question. In, if you remember, 
in, in every single moment or in both high and low moments of your life, asking yourself the question, how can I make this moment more pleasurable? If you don't like the word pleasurable, we can use enjoyable. How can I make this moment more enjoyable? If you're sitting in traffic, how can you make that moment more enjoyable? If you're having a really difficult conversation with someone, how can you make that more enjoyable? If you're, if you're enjoying your moment, how can you make it more enjoyable? How can you, how can you fizzle or, um, I want to use fizzle in, but I don't think that's the right phrase. How can you draw in more pleasure when you're already having a good time? How would the quality of your life change if you incorporated that question more often? Again, when we are asking ourselves these questions, when we're really digging into how we can bring more joy and fulfillment into our lives and we're operating from that place, you get closer and closer to your most authentic self, to who it is that you actually are, which then ultimately allows you to live a more fulfilling life because you're no longer fighting yourself. Fulfillment and joy comes when you are able to just be, where you're not constantly questioning, is this right? Is this bad? Am I, is this person going to think this? Should I be this? Should I say that? What did I need to say? That's when things get really hard. That's when indecision comes in. That's when we feel like a, a conflict within ourselves, like a fraud, when we're mirroring masks, all of these things, because we're not being true to what it is that we actually want. So start getting clearer on that by bringing in these simple questions of what do I need right now? How can I love you more? And how can I make this moment more pleasurable for myself? It's not bad to enjoy yourself, to enjoy pleasure, to enjoy life, to put yourself first. My, here's, here's, I was thinking about this. I'm like, my entire life's work, my, the, like I, everything that I do is ultimately for you. I want to make a difference in this world. My, I I want to serve as many people as possible. My entire life's work is devoted to other people. And it's, I'm able to do this. I'm able to make this my full-time, quote, job. It's not a job. <laughs> my, I am able to do this because I've prioritized myself. Because I was able to do all of this work within myself to quit my job, to find more confidence with myself, to ultimately feel more fulfilled. Like I was able to do this work because I prioritized those things. So just to show you, by me prioritizing myself, I'm able to give more. I didn't automatically become this selfish person that didn't care about anybody anymore. And that goes for you. You deciding that you are important doesn't mean that you automatically decide no one else is important. It just allows you to show up more fully. It allows you to feel more joy. And there's nothing wrong with that. The last thing I want to mention here too is like 
even if you're going through something really difficult or even when you're in some of the lowest lows of, of your experience, maybe asking yourself a question of how can I bring more pleasure into my life or this experience, maybe that doesn't have to look like all of a sudden flipping a switch so that you feel happy. Maybe that just means you you go deeper and you get more connected with yourself and you really give yourself the opportunity to deeply care for yourself in that moment, to be with your body again, to just be, to be present, to not have to change and shift and be any other way, to just allow yourself to be in your human experience. Stop fighting yourself. You get to enjoy this life. You're, it's, it's our birthright to find enjoyment in life. So stop making yourself wrong for it. You deserve to be a priority. I promise you that. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I get so excited about this stuff because it's, it's, I get it. I was there for so long. I put myself on the back burner and just to be on this other side by taking these, these little baby steps, like, I just want you to know it's so possible. And that's why I get so excited because I've been there and I know, I know what that feels like to be questioning, like, is this selfish? So I just want to, to show you that it is possible and it's, 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 you're so capable of getting there. I also wanted to throw this in here. Um, for for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, I did a special on my... I do 90-minute consultations um, where for we get a 90-minute consultation where we deep dive into a particular topic, and then you get a week's full a week's worth of Voxer with me, which is a kind of like a walkie-talkie texting voice app where um, you basically have unlimited access to me for an entire week. I offer that. I don't really talk about it much, but I have that that offer available. And for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, I um, basically slashed it in half. So I was offering it for half off um, and including in there sort of a holiday plan of action to really help you prioritize yourself and your self-care and um, really dive deep into a particular topic like um, whatever it is that you're really struggling with this holiday when it comes to prioritizing yourself, I kind of threw that in there. And um, that offer ended over the weekend. Well, I don't know when I'll be releasing this, but it, it's ended officially. Um, however, because I love my podcast people so much and because I'm so, so, so grateful for you, I'm opening that up for the rest of December. And so if you want to schedule a consultation with me where we dive deep into, um, for 90 minutes, dive deep into a topic of your choice, um, and you get a week's worth of Voxer just to make sure that you have all of your questions answered as you're implementing it. If you are looking for something like that, where you just want more one-to-one support with me, I'm opening that up to you all for the rest of December. So I have a application. I mean, application is a heavy word. It's, it's like a small questionnaire <laughs> um, just to get clear on what it is that you want to work with, work on. Um, I have that in the link of the show notes. So you can go ahead and just fill that out. We'll, we'll, I'll make sure I reach out and we have a conversation to get any questions answered before we officially schedule it. And um, again, like if you're kind of on the fence, you're like, oh, I don't know, reach out to me. I will answer all of your questions. Um, so 
Again, I'm here for you. I just wanted to throw that out there because I know that doing this on your own can feel difficult sometimes, and I don't want you to have to do that by yourself. So if this is something you're interested in, click the link in the show notes. Let me know what questions you have. I'm totally here for you. Let me know if you have any questions in general on what we talked about today. And again, I just want to nail it in there. (laughs) You deserve to prioritize yourself. You're so worthy of it. I promise, promise, promise. And I'm here to support you. Um, I think that's everything. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and we will see you next, next week. (laughs) Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening and for being here week after week. If you found this episode helpful and you want to share it with your friends and fam, just take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and make sure you tag me in your stories so that I can come over and say hello. Thanks again. I appreciate you so much. And until next time, stay radiant.